Whoa, 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 whoa. That's right, people. We're here. It's happening again. What's up, buddy? Not too much, man. Not too much. No, just the regular old COVID fucking time? Yeah, the old COVID blues. It's a happy Halloween, I guess. Yeah, happy Halloween. This is a lot easier than last time. Last time we did this, it was all like a fuck around for an hour. (laughs) Was it? I don't remember that. I remember trying to like connect it initially. I was like, how the fuck does this work? And I, it was like a, like a tag back and forth. I kept like sending you links and you like, you go in like, yo, the like the session's done. Like you're not even there anymore. What the fuck? <laughs> well, I guess uh, we mastered it. We mastered the tech finally. Yes. Second try. When will, <laughs> when will the tech master us? <laughs> Soon. Soon. I don't know. Like, if you think of like apocalyptic scenarios, that might be plausible AI taking over and just taking us all out. Somehow, at some point. <laughs> it used to be like it used to be kind of a joke, you know, but now people are taking it a lot more seriously. Like I think even Stephen Hawking said, like, yeah, that could that could happen. <laughs> yeah. And it, it will it will terminate us, you know. Yeah, because we're useless. You know, they'll just be like, well, it's not efficient. We can do things more efficiently. So we'll either kill you or turn you into batteries, Matrix style. <laughs> that could be fun, too. Yeah. Actually, no. Like, the Matrix was so miserable. Like, when they weren't in the Matrix, it was the worst thing ever. Yeah, it's just dark, cold, and you're always <laughs> running. Yeah. <laughs> like, weird squid robots and stuff. That's no fun. No, I wouldn't want to catch that. Like, if I was walking down the road and I saw a fucking squid like made of metal, like, fuck you, I'm out. <laughs> Where would you go, though? Where would you go? To the woods. <laughs> Eventually they'll find you. Yeah, but they have to mine the forest first. <laughs> <laughs> fucking I don't know. What if it was like the world's tripod or something? The world's tripod. <clears throat> Did you ever see War of the Worlds? You know, they had like those big tripod things that were like, <clears throat> I can't even remember. It's been so long since I saw that movie. Yeah, well, I, I watched it but never paid attention. <laughs> yeah, me neither, really. <clears throat> Apparently, this is a cool movie and Tom Cruise is in it. I better watch it. What was the last good movie Tom Cruise was in? Oh, Mission Impossible, <laughs> for sure. I haven't paid attention to, like, the latest Mission Impossible movies. I'm shocked that that's still a thing. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> just Scientology funds it, you know? Eh, I don't know. I should look into that. Because yeah. the like, first then... movie was directed by Brian De Palma, who's actually kind of, like, he directed Scarface and a ton of really legit movies. Yeah. And the second movie was directed by John Woo, who's, like, one of the, like, most, like, famous Asian action directors of all time. Like famous or the only one? Oh no, there's there's a lot, but he was like one of the first huge really international guys and like his movies are insane. Like he directed he like have you ever seen Face Off with John Travolta and Nicolas Cage? I must have. It sounds the, Oh like no, they're, they're a cop and a criminal and they trade faces. It's the plot is so oh. stupid. Never def, never seen that one before. 
oh, you should watch it sometime just because it has maybe the most ridiculous plot for an action movie ever. Like the action is really well shot because John Woo can't like make a bad action movie. He's too good at it. But the plot <laughs> just makes no sense at all. Huh. Well, he directed a movie called John Woo. He directed a movie called The Killer, which is like, in my opinion, probably the best probably the best like straight up action movie of all time. Like he could make like gunfights look like poetry, man. It was beautiful. Nice. Nowadays he CGI. And shit. Yeah. Well the CGI helps, you know, less hazards, less stuntmen. Yeah. It helps. Like, yeah, it makes the filming process a lot easier and a lot safer and, you know, maybe, but it also makes it more expensive. They just don't have that visceral, like, because like you can tell the difference between a blank being fired from an actual gun and like a CGI muzzle, like you know it's bullshit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I understand that CGI the, the CGI gun looks too good. Yeah. You know, like guns look. You know, you can buy guns for expensive that look really nice, but for the most part, guns look bulky and, and intimidating. They don't look sexy and slick. You know. <laughs> well, I don't know. It depends what gun. Yeah, I suppose. There's like probably some gun fetishists out there who make their guns look all sexy and slick. Yeah, like you know me, I I just polish all my during when COVID first happened. I like I had nothing to do, so I took my polishing tools and I polished my machetes. And now they like they look like movie <laughs> props, you know, like good. They're not sharp or anything, but well, that's just like you know yeah. that's just kind of practical kind of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> like you know how in GTA Five you could get like a Desert Eagle with like f- like gold plating that thing costs like, yeah. you know, like <laughs> 250 grand like you know i wonder if anybody's done that in real life like you would have to just be obscenely rich it, it wouldn't surprise me man the thing is, is like we're, we're so far on the bottom of the fucking we never get to, we can never get exposed to any of that pop those possibilities i'm sure it happens but like it's it's obscene you know what i mean like because oh, yeah. you know you movies got, like whenever you see so like the big time what sorry no, it's okay. We'll keep going. <laughs> well, like, you know, in movies, you always see, like, the big-time crime lords, and it's always, like, you know, they're flashy and, like, suits and guns and women and yeah. cars and, like, you know, just showing off. Like, in real life, the one, like, the crime lords that really make it, I'm sure they're not like that. They're quiet, and they don't draw attention to themselves. Like That's just it. They won't. They, they, got, yeah. they let the little minions and the fucking people running the errands do that shit, and they're the ones exactly. that get caught. Like, if you're really, like, if you're that... If you if you're that gangster and you're selling drugs and shit and you're fucking like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. you, know, you got a nice car, you got a Rolex, some fresh rims and some fresh bitches. Pardon my language. <laughs> oh, look you know, at like, you all PC now. Oh, I don't want to offend anybody. Raises, <laughs> you know, it raises your eyebrow. You know, people are like I want to know why this guy's like this. You know, <laughs> I don't know. Like, you ever watch The Sopranos? Yeah, well, you showed it. You showed plenty to me. Yeah, like Tony. Tony had a good thing going. He was kind of flash, but not too flash. Like he was just trying to be an honest man. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> He's just taking care of business, and he wants to just go home to his family. He becomes horrible over the course of the show. Like at the beginning of yeah. the show, Tony was somewhat relatable, but by the by the last season, he's just become a real fucking monster. Kind of like Walter White's. Yeah, kind of like that, but in The Sopranos, it's a lot more subtle the way it happens. Like in Breaking Bad, yeah, Walter becomes a monster. He like he lets he poisons children and lets women choke to death on their vomit and shit, and he's like trying to rape his wife. Like it's really like you know obvious turns to evil. 
But in The Sopranos, yeah. it's a lot more subtle the way, like, you know, he's always a criminal. Like, even from the very first episode, you know that, you know, he's a criminal and a mafia guy. But you get the idea because the first episode starts with him, like, in therapy, trying to figure out why he's having panic attacks and shit. So you start thinking, like, maybe there's hope for this guy. Maybe he's going to come to some, like, revelation <laughs> at some point. He's going to wake up and maybe. But he never does. He just gets worse. Yeah. And, like, in small, petty ways. It's it's like it's a, it's a slippery slope when you have that kind of lifestyle, you know. Like, yeah, basically. And then like at one point in the last season, he got addicted to gambling out of nowhere, which was kind of weird. I got this money, and I got to double down. I guess so, but like a lot of a lot of fans thought that was kind of out of character because earlier on in the show, they established like Tony wasn't really into gambling. His father like told him never gamble. Like gambling makes you a a victim and a loser, and makes you know don't gamble. But maybe that's why Tony was just getting so rich and so like, you know, by the end, he, he just didn't know what else to do with his money. Pardon <laughs> me while I have a bong hoot. La 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 la. Excellent. Right. This shit's rated uh, whatever you want to rate it. It doesn't matter. Like, it's legal here, man. Like, like, that's what I was thinking. Like, if you're allowed to like. We're going to indict him. Well, you know, like if you like you see guys on YouTube, they make videos where they drink or, you know, maybe they smoke cigars. And like if they're allowed to do that, shouldn't we be allowed to smoke weed on YouTube? Like it's legal here and it's perfectly acceptable. Like, oh, we can't expose that to children. Think of the children, Alex. Put a warning. (laughs) A disclaimer. This is for recreational use. (laughs) There's a channel that I I watched a couple times. It's like a channel just completely devoted to weed. So like, yeah, he kind of. He gives a disclaimer before his videos. He's like, it's, you know, for recreational and medicinal use, 18 and over. And then he just goes like, hey, man, check this bong I got. <laughs> but his videos were whack. He was just doing, like, these crazy hits of, like, Shatter and doing, like, huge, just, like, wacky The biggest hits out. possible. What? Yeah. It was just, he, yeah, yeah basically he was one of those was- guys who just wanted to, like, destroy himself. And he would spend five minutes coughing on camera. <laughs> it's like check i'm gonna hit these six bongs all in one breath (laughs) oh i'm sure i'm sure yeah they guys like that have done that just like check it out (laughs) it doesn't even get you any donor it's it's appealing to watch because you're like yeah look at that hit it's huge but you know to the person from the on the outside looking in they're kind of like man that looks fucked up doesn't look pleasant. Show me someone who can smoke a whole cigarette, like in one, just one, like puff. He smokes a whole cigarette down. That would be impressive. Stevie Ray Vaughan in the middle of a solo. Well, there you go. When he first played it at Montreux, like in uh, in, in Sweden or whatever. Yeah. Um, his his initial character was a really like you know cowboy badass Jimi Hendrix style playing like southern rocker, but he yeah. like he would smoke and drink on stage and shit. And there's 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 a solo. He like he has a cigarette, puts it in his mouth, lights it, and he's just sh- shredding, and you can just see the whole thing like, like it was like a cartoon, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> you just see him drag the whole thing in one fucking hall and solo. Like <laughs> it probably helped him. Like it helps you kind of maintain focus. Yeah, like I've like, like you know, I've I've played a couple, of, you know, around campfires and stuff, having a cigarette in my in my head or in my head, <laughs> in my mouth. It makes it easier to just kind of like let the music flow almost yeah. at times, you know, I'm always afraid of coughing by accident though. Then you look at jackass. <laughs> like badass rock stars don't cough. What the fuck? You're supposed to smoke and take it like a champ motherfucker. Exactly. 
And they all used to do that. Like, you used to be allowed to do cool shit on stage. Now you can't do anything. Now you literally can't do anything because of COVID. <laughs> that sucks, man. I know, it sucks. Like, I, it's, it's, I wonder how the musicians of the world are feeling. <laughs> well, you know, I think when the doors do open, there's going to be a lot of refined music. People, like, literally, people don't have any ch- chance to, like, put it out there. So I think once once that opens up, the floodgates are going to go. We're going to hear and see a lot of fucking new shit. I guess so. I guess you got a point. So uh, I have a, again, a good ambition for what's to come and stuff. Just sucks, though, because, like, a person like me, like, I'm more of a performer than a musician. Like, I, you know, I, I play these instruments and I utilize them on stage. But, like, <laughs> if, I, if I sit and play my instrument at home, I, like, I run into, like, the issue of, like, doodling. Yeah. Like, you know, like... Instead of actually playing or like composing, it's just like I'll compose for two minutes and then all of a sudden just like jazz it out, doodle the fuck, you know, keep trying the same lick over and over again. So basically, I'm practicing, but like no structure, no like just like I'm putting time into the instrument. But it's like yeah. usually me for me, my, my method for creation is I go on stage and I impromptuly create shit and then I remember it because it's it's tested and proven on the spot. Yeah, I get that. It's got to be rough. And you know, even a lot of my friends in town, especially the, the, the bar that I work I work with, they're like, "Man, you you look like you're Jones in the play, man. Like you, you don't look like as healthy as you usually do." <laughs> no, I can imagine. It's just it's what? it's rough on everybody. Like the whole world is kind of just like, "What the fuck? What do we do?" Yeah, but now what? And it's so funny because beforehand everyone's like, "I don't have enough time. I don't have enough time." I was like. <laughs> it's like now we have all the time in the world and we still don't know what to do with ourselves it's because we're just i don't know we think of ourselves too highly as humans we're just like insects when you come down to it cancer i wouldn't say that much like we are what we are man like i don't know it's not necessarily a bad thing like it just is like you know we're good at killing shit what do you want (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well it's like i was watching like you know i was watching the planet of the Apes movies and i'm like there's no way this shit could ever happen like we would just we would destroy these fucking apes <laughs> oh yeah real quick yeah i saw this skit about like dave Chappelle got offered to be in um in the planet of the apes with mark Wahlberg and stuff <laughs> yeah did he and he's just—he's like that shit is man. That movie is just racist. <laughs> well, honestly, I can see why he could imagine be feeling that it, that was kind of racist. But like, even overlooking that, it was a good idea not to be in that movie because it sucked. Did yeah. you see the Planet of the Apes remake? Yeah, it's yeah. fucking horrible, man. Well, I remember watching the originals initially. The originals are great. And the, the, they're good, they're, but they're little, their pace is a little slow. Yeah, I love know? them just because they're like... The first one is really good. That's like the classic. But even the other ones have like interesting... Yeah. Costumes are, are, are amazing. That's what I, that's what I found. You know, it's so what? Because like they look like... They, the costumes in the first yeah. one... Like they looked like humans, but also looked like... You know, there's a point of like reference almost. And then in the new one, it's like we just gorillarized everyone. Like they weren't monkeys, like they're fucking straight just gorillas it's all and CGI and, like, and shit. And I couldn't yeah. get into the new ones. Well, I think the Mark, the Mark Wahlberg one. I think that one was um, the just really good costumes. Yeah, the costumes were really good, but the movie fucking stank. Mm-hmm. 
just i don't know would like yeah i don't even know like how are you supposed to interpret the story like it was just a poor interpretation like and they said they left it at the end almost setting it up for more and it's just like well the funny thing is they could have made another one like the movie made a ton of money even though everybody hated it and the actors were all on board with making another one but tim burton the director was like i'd rather jump out of a window than do a sequel <laughs> he was not happy with the whole experience no well it, it was it was a huge thing like it took 10 years to get that remake made they started in 1988 and Holy it fucking it, it like all that work just for something that ended up sucking dick what's and what's the new planet of the apes with like james franco or is that not planet of the no apes? that's planet of the apes they did like a new trilogy i think it was uh rise uh war and I rise, fall, and war, war of the apes. Yeah, but yeah, they they made a new trilogy, but it, it like it's it's digital apes, and they had uh, Andy Serkis, the guy who did Gollum. He plays the main ape. He did like the 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 capture and the like. He he voiced him too. The main ape is Caesar. Caesar. Yeah. Because yeah, Caesar is like the ape that's that Gollum. rose up and helped the apes overthrow the humans. Like the story kind of changes from movie to movie, but that's kind of the constant. Yeah. The one, like the one of Mark Wahlberg, it was just confusing because, like, it's just you know he crash lands. He's like, "Where am I?" Oh, fuck. <laughs> you know, it's like at least like you know, Escape from Planet of the Apes and, and like the original Planet of the Apes. It's just like the guy's like, "I know there's another place around here." You know, like I could find home. You know, like I'm finding my truth. Like what happened? You know, and he has to literally become a slave and figure out like trickery and shit to figure out where the fuck he's at well the first movie he has no idea what the fuck's going on he just gets taken hostage yeah. and he's mute and all that like the first movie was great just because of how like for one thing it was kind of bold no one had ever seen anything like that and you had the final twist and that's the thing like how can you remake a movie like that and have it be as effective? Like, that's why the remake failed because they tried to remake the original. <laughs> like the new trilogy was probably a better idea because they didn't necessarily remake the original. They just kind of took the ape uprising subplot and made that the main focus. Yeah. Cause in yeah. the original, what happens is Which like is the two apes the escaped from the planet when it blew up and they went back in time and they had a baby ape and then they yeah. died, and their son ended up be growing up to be Caesar, who was, like, the leader. So they essentially went back in time and created, like, a time paradox, giving birth to the ape that led to the apes rising up and overthrowing humans. And, yeah, civil rights allegories. Isn't that kind of offensive, <laughs> though? Like, a lot of people praise, like, Planet of the Apes. It's like it was groundbreaking for its allegory of civil rights. And it's like, are you literally comparing black people to monkeys? <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's what probably people are saying like you know it's, oh god but i don't know <laughs> there is like you know, everything everyone's wrong nowadays everyone's wrong like just nerf the world no, it's not necessarily like... that everybody's wrong it's like there's a great quote from metal gear solid 2 no one is invalidated but no one is right <laughs> well yeah. well said well said <laughs> It's just all of these little like groups, all of these little think tanks and all of these little different ideology, ideological clusters gathering together and like, no, and yeah, like, ugh. I hate what social media has become. <laughs> it's, you know, you got to take it with a grain of salt or you fucking full on just tr 
play with it. Yeah, well, troll. that's it. Social <laughs> media used to just be something you used to troll people and to try to get laid. Now it's become like a tool to fucking take over the world. Which crusty old white man gets to like be sitting in Washington? It's like who gives a fuck at this point? Like because it's just become oh. essentially it's just become they just want like. Nobody thinks that Biden is any good. Like, I, I haven't found one person that can legitimately tell me anything good about Biden. Or, like, the only reason is because they want Trump out of there. They don't give a shit if it's some literal fucking skeleton. Like, this motherfucker's like the grandfather from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. He's a fucking walking corpse. And, like, yeah, this is who you want leading the country. Like, I understand Trump sucks, but, like, I don't know. It's just a big shit yeah. show. <laughs> what? Well, there's that girl who's vice president. Which right? one? Like, <laughs> for Joe, if Joe Biden wins, then the person that would take over if he Kamala tends to kick the can. is that her? Am I allowed to say that? Am I allowed to assume that? The oh, Joe Biden, like, that spry can. young fucking dude. Yeah, I'm sure he's gonna live forever. Jesus, <laughs> he looks so young and so full of life. Like he looks like he's gonna start doing jumping jacks any second. Jesus, he looks like the crypt keeper. Like, say what you will about Trump. Trump's a big, fat fuck and shit, but at least he looks more lively than that. It's like, this is elder abuse. Get that man off the stage. Give him some warm milk and a fucking easy chair. Jesus. <laughs> oh, oh, no, Sean really? Connery's dead. Damn, that yeah. sucks. Sir Sean Connery has died at the age of 90. How old? 90 what? 90. That's not bad. 90 years old. <laughs> Damn. Not bad at all. Yeah, he, he lived a good life. He lived a better life Kanye than we will. Kim Kardashian's a <clears throat> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I, I, thought, I, I thought he was... I, I already thought yeah, he was dead. Yeah, that's the thing about Sean Connery. Like, he just seemed like one of those guys who was, like, always there. Like, yeah, we... He didn't die. His career did, but <laughs> although yeah. to be fair, like that, that's that's not entirely accurate because he get, he he retired. Like he gave up, so he, he just wanted to live quietly. Yeah, he's just like, I'm good. I'm... But yeah, like now now there's gonna be a whole bunch of people coming out and being all cringy and like, oh Sean Connery, we loved you so much, James Bond. Oh, you're gonna see it all over social media and on YouTube. And it's like you guys didn't give two shits about this guy before you heard he died. Now that you heard he died, you're all fucking coming all over yourselves yeah. and crying. It's like it's sickening. Well, it's just exactly. like Van Halen, like, same thing, just, right? It's it's, like, it's, oh my God, Van Halen. Oh, I better do some research on this cat. Like, it's like a final homage. Like, oh, they, they're they're gone now. All right, everybody, make yeah, sure I you know it. this like, it's, it's cool to pay respects <laughs> and everything, but just, like, the amount of, like, people get, like, you go and you read shit, and, like, they write, like, these long essays about, like, oh, you meant so much to me in the darkest time of my life. It's like, who the fuck cares? Like, what are you even writing? What is this, this dribble, this vomit? Like, it's just, like, ugh. <laughs> Well, because I think there's there's because when the world has become so sensitive, right, that you know we're almost expected to do acts of. Empathy. But we don't. But nobody you know, does. We almost have to validate. We don't have to. 
Well, that, I think that's what these letters are like. Oh my god, my life! Like those. It's you know, not though. It's, it's self-indulgent, and it doesn't even. It barely has anything to do with the person who that, died. Yeah. It's just people stroking themselves and having their little emotional moment. They want to feel part of something. They want to share in this grief for a person they didn't even know, and probably, like I said, they didn't even care about him before he died. Like, and you know, I. Yeah. Who? Speaking I, of people who died. Who. Did you hear the news? We, uh, a good friend from high school, Ooh. kicked the can. Are you Louis serious? <laughs> he died. Yeah. Wow. He, he Holy shit, that sucks, dude. How yeah. old was he? 30 something? 31? 31. God damn, I didn't know him that well, but shit, that sucks, dude. Yeah, well, I remember he was dating, like, just Justin and Pascal's, oh. like, older sister. Oh. For the longest time. Yeah. Damn. And then, uh, yeah. And then, you know, he, he's, he has Holy a kid shit. and stuff, and it is. Yeah. Uh, heavy shit you know phil brown phil brown does podcasts and he on monday like he's like he did his podcast was called no podcast this week and he just kind of like he had a real talk on on the on his podcast where that's it's just him ranting essentially but you know he was he was struck he was struck man he's like dude i don't fucking get it i was literally talking to this cat 12 hours ago you know like and i'm just like god damn that's how i found out the news too like listening to phil brown's podcast and then just like and then I'm looking online, Genevieve felt see on Facebook, you know, theater teachers is like, this is some of the worst news I've ever heard. One of my students like you know, passed. I'm like, in my, and in my head, in all honesty, man, like this guy was kind of yeah. I didn't really like him either, lot, but you know? still, it's it sucks that he did that. <laughs> yeah, but I, the fact that he's, you know, and the fact that it's affecting so many people. That yeah. I know, but right. I can understand that. Like, like, they knew him. You like know what that. I mean? Like, if it's someone you actually knew, then I can understand that messing with you. That's not like a celebrity that you watched on a fucking movie dying. Like, that's someone you knew. And no. I can understand, like, Madame Forti being upset about yeah. it. Because, yeah, like, a student. And she she was probably closer to him because he was involved in all that shit. And, yeah, like, I wasn't a huge fan of the guy either. But, goddamn, dude, that yeah. really sucks. That sucks. You know, I had peace to him, his yeah. family and all that. Like, I, I wish them the best. It's horrible shit. It's really rough. But, yeah, like, it, yep. it can happen to anyone. And it's just, like, we're living in an age of hopelessness, dude. Like, there's no other way to put it. Like, we all pretend to be positive and put the best foot forward. But, like, we're fucking dying inside. And there's no amount of bullshit and pills that can fucking erase that or make <laughs> it not true. Like. Nope. Yeah. And you're, t- you're totally right, man. And it's, and you know, my keep the social media game is, I think is, a, is difficult because, you know, you're trying to be your best to provide the best for people. And, you know, and like, and if you put out a, like, and there's also the question, like people are encouraging people like, Oh, be vulnerable. Like, you know, cry, rant online about how like, you know, you're show your vulnerabilities and stuff. And it's like, it's so I sometimes I read these messages and I'm like or like or empowering messages. Yeah, it's just garbage. Like, it's just a bunch of garbage. <laughs> it's like again, it's kind of this yeah. well wishing mental masturbation. Well, everybody knows what the message is. Yeah. Yeah. 
and everyone knows what like the message is. It's like, oh, be positive, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then like, you know, we all know the message and we're all struggling. We're all having a hard time. You know, it's like, it's never easy, but you know, we have to put on that front because you know, if we're sad, then people will be concerned and we don't want to people to be concerned because it's a nuisance on oh, their life well, yeah but it's, fuck everybody like so, it's, it's a so nuisance on their life who cares like take a little bit of fucking attention like you know if it saves another person's life like we're all so conditioned to be selfish like oh i can't yeah. deal with this this exactly. is too much for me like maybe it's not about you you fuck <laughs> maybe think about someone else for a second like you know <laughs> Well, that's just it. You know, when you, that this is why I, I make an effort to call people like you and good friends. And, you know, I might not see you much, you know, but to me, it's like, I'm going to call up on people like, cause I want to shoot the shit. I just want to, you know, know what's up. We don't have to be invested too much into each other, but it's just like, I want, I just want to shoot the shit. And I think like, you know, just reaching out with a call, like a text is bullshit. Yeah. Just call the person and, you know, and some people are scared of answering phone i, don't know. Like I have text, like an inferiority know. complex where i feel like ah they probably don't want to hear from me i shouldn't bother them like no joke that's literally <laughs> how i feel most of the time like just like yeah what's i don't want to bother them they're probably doing something you know i kind of feel that way when i call people too but to me it's just yeah I it's not it. about me i'm just calling hey what's up well like Talk i never have i never have anything going on so no, i don't have the me, same you can assume i'll be there but like you know maybe like, I don't know. I haven't spoken to Gab in a long time. Maybe he has fucking kids for all I know, you know? Like, <laughs> wouldn't surprise me. I got to take one for the team here. If I... <laughs> I don't know. Family jeans, you know. His brother, his brother too, might have done. I don't, I don't know. I, I, should, I should speak. And... Jay. Oh, I, you know what? I remember what? hearing about this. Jay, yeah. No, Jay's not you dead, is he? his brother died, but... Okay. okay. No, no, I, no, I, no, I was I thinking thought you, maybe his brother said. had kids or something, too. Like, you know, it's not like he's the only hope for his family. Okay. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> yeah, he was doing uh, good Jay's for himself. Good <laughs> but he was like the army guy. Him and Gab did not get along there for a while. Yeah. Was it because of that? Well, just because of the weed. I thought it was. That's all it was. I think it was bigger than I think that, though. I think it was. it was also just because Gab was kind of loafing around and, like, you know, he wasn't really. Because, you know, for a guy like Jay who was coming from the military, it's got to yeah. be like, you know, in the military, you're really driven and, you know, focused. And Gab's just loafing around, getting high and not doing anything. Like. Yeah. In, well, yeah, I, I wouldn't no say sense that. Of integrity. Like, he has integrity. <laughs> Yeah, that's what they, that's what they pump in you. Like, have some integrity, well, son. Clean, make your that's bed. That's a morning. certain kind of integrity, <laughs> but like, that's more like personal responsibility. Like, clean after yourself and shit. Integrity is like, yeah. you know, will you do the right thing? Like, you know, like if I leave like five hundred bucks in a room with you, <laughs> will you steal it? Kind of thing. Like, that's integrity. Like, knowing that you could. <laughs> yeah, not, not all of it. <laughs> But that's like yeah, personal integrity. Like, you know, you, you wouldn't you fuck your Bull friend's wife or something like that. Like, that's personal integrity kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then again, who knows? I'm in no position to evaluate other people's integrity. 
No, please. I want. I want. I want you to evaluate people. Oh no, you don't want to hear that. That's going to lead to like. There's going to be blows and violence, and people are going to be attacking me. No one listens to this fucking podcast. Come on, man. I just start blasting everyone we know. (laughs) Just start going through a list of all our old acquaintances. Yeah, fuck that guy. Oh my God, man. Come on, this I'm not like. Come on, dude, we're not un- like that. This podcast is to. I no, we're not. I, I don't even know what this know podcast is about. It's just to just because everybody has a fucking podcast these days. Like you know, if you're just gonna bullshit with someone, you might as well record it. Yeah. Exactly, because there's just be gold in there. Like people like, nowadays, we need you know? shit to distract ourselves. Like especially, like you know what I've noticed on YouTube, reaction channels are huge right now. I know, and it's just yeah. I've been thinking about doing that. Like, yeah, just like reacts people to reacting to old like, horror <laughs> movies. Like, channels are growing like to huge numbers within weeks. Like, and that's just a testament to how bored people are. They they'll sit at home and watch someone reacting to a movie they've already seen. Like, I'm so devoid of new experiences. I want to watch someone else have a new experience. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so I do the same, but I there's this one guy named Jamal yeah. K. Jamal, aka Jamal, and he, and he does he's like a really groovy, groovy like uh, guy, and he's he does reaction videos to all this classic rock music, you know, um, and he's he's like, oh, I think I remember hearing this shit in a movie once. Oh, oh that's the mo- that's the song. I know oh, that's shit. become you know, a new thing. Like you see, like and, you, you, know, you see, like these like, like millennial and like Generation Z black kids listening to classic rock. That's become like a new thing on YouTube as well. I find that kind of yeah. funny. Yeah, I find it entertaining. It's like I like you know the songs I listen to. I'm like I've listened to this song inside and out. I I know this shit, and then I see a fresh reaction of it. I'm like, well, I don't know. Like, oh, you know, yeah, people will enjoy things they're exposed to. Like you know, you'll you'll like some things and you'll dislike some things, but it's just yeah. I don't know. We're at a weird time in history. Isn't every time a weird time in history? People oh, have yeah. probably said that every but fucking day for the past two thousand years. Yeah, depending on who you believe. Oh, yeah, because it started 2,000 years ago. Well, I don't know. In terms of, like, organized society, at least, (laughs) I I don't even know about that. It all depends who you ask and who you want to believe and what kind of delusion you're into. And Does it even really matter? Does it matter where we came from? I'm more interested (laughs) in where we're going as a race, to be honest, at this point. Very true. Well, you know, the only reason you look backwards is to figure out. Yeah, I get it. Like, or also, get like, it's just part of how, like, us as humans. Like, we seek knowledge. It's, you know, it's part of what makes us human. Yeah, oddly, which is weird. Does a dog seek knowledge? No, I just want to sniff them. Well, you know, like, I, I, I was watching. It's like, it's funny mentioning reaction Dogs channels. Are... I was watching someone reacting to a horror movie. I think it was like the thing or something. And they were saying, like, why do people in horror movies always, like, bring the alien back with them? I'm like, it's because it's scientific curiosity, you know, like, that's how we are, <laughs> even if it's potentially dangerous. We're like, we need to find out more about this. Like, if it wasn't for that scientific curiosity, we'd still be living in caves, for fuck's sake. Exactly. We never would have mastered yeah, fire or industry. Or we'd, we'd be hiding from lightning storms like fucking peons. Dogs. <laughs> Dogs. 
<laughs> uh, dogs are all right. D- dogs fucking hate storms, I man. Know. When storms, like you can just see them, like oh fuck, man. <laughs> <laughs> they're hiding underneath the table. Well, they know that. Yeah, they, it's because their, they probably sense, can, their senses they probably are like that shit rubbling in the sky compared to ours. Like animals know when a storm is coming, like way before yeah. it comes. Oh. So when it's actually there, it's probably unbearable to them. Okay. So loud! Ah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the end of the world. It feels like an apocalypse <laughs> happening to them. Meanwhile, a cat just sits there at the window and looks out the window. You know just, exactly. Mm, my plan is coming together. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I don't know. A cats like cats are strange. They don't like water, but they're kind of like fascinated with it in a weird way. They're just. A... I don't... Yeah. Well, I think they just... that is true. Eh? Cats don't like water. Well, maybe like <laughs> I don't know. Cats from Egypt, I don't know where cats where came from. They from. they revered them at, in Egypt. In Egypt, they were like kind of like holy figures or they were considered like i think they were considered like almost status symbols like you know you always well, saw they, pharaohs with cats and shit yeah but they, yeah the exactly like there's like, something like you know you always see like a super villain just the way they cat, walk or like you know don corleone and the godfather like there's something about a cat that like makes you seem <laughs> powerful <laughs> yeah i don't know it's because it's, like it's it's it's, it's, it's yeah. easy to win a cat. dog's loyalty. You know what I mean? Cats. Like to get a dog to love you, you just have to feed it and pet it a bit, maybe walk it. Like it's really easy to get a dog's loyalty, but to like coexist <laughs> with a cat, that requires like a, a different kind of wavelength. Yes, I will. Cats will try to push you around. They'll try to bully you if you're not careful. Like they'll try to assert their own dominance over you. So you got to kind of push back a bit sometimes. Not too hard, but you got to, you know, it's like it's a coexistence thing. Yeah, like don't, don't hit the... Well, it's like my cat, she's always digging her claws into me and trying to like fucking by lick the... my arm. It's like, what are you even doing? Like, <laughs> I think she has a salt deficiency or something. <laughs> I don't know, she wants to lick the salt, salt off my salt skin deficiency? or I don't know what, she's crazy. Or like, I don't know, maybe she just wasn't breastfed enough. Because even when we had her as a kitten, she was always feeding off of her mother the longest. Even after the other two cats stopped breastfeeding, she was still trying to breastfeed off her mother. Like, so it's like, what the fuck? You never got over that? (laughs) It's not like we deprived her. Like, she was living with her mother. (laughs) Yeah, like back, me and Pascal used to have, we had the mother cat and the three kittens. And then when we moved away, he gave me one of them because he didn't want to fucking put up yeah. with it. It's like, all right, sure, buddy. I kind of wish I hadn't taken it, but butters. Yeah, butters. This is butters, or yeah. Oh, she's. I never see butters. Right. If she's I do, she's just like. <laughs> she's like... Yeah. Of course. My kind yeah. of cat. My kind of pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I had an awesome birthday yesterday. Really? I, had to, I had to work. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, me it's, neither, I don't mind I my job, man. My job's good. It's, uh, I kind of get bummed out when I'm at work sometimes, though. You know, and, and it's fun because, like, I, I have days where I'm just tired because the job can get kind of, um, it, it gets long because you're waiting around a lot sometimes. So, like, at times I'm, like, just fed up because of the lack of productivity, you know? But I'm still that's being good. paid for my time, so that's okay. 
but you know, most, some people look at my job, they go like, really, that's what you do. Sounds cool. I want to do it. I'm like, trust me, man. And this is the kind of job that like, yeah, I know. You got to have a strong like... mind. <laughs> you know, troubleshooting on the spot, on the fly, when people ask you questions, you know, trying to figure out yeah. you know, solutions to little issues. And... You got to go off the playbook sometimes. I love it, though. I don't know. Sometimes I guess at this point, we should bridges. all just be happy to be working. <laughs> but isn't that kind of a depressing statement in and of itself? Well, what would you rather? Like, be not working dude. and no it money to go like buy there weed? Be more to life and all this, and this just, pointless yeah. labor. This endless road to nowhere. I, I agree, man. I'm tired of this. Well, I'm just tired of like the, yeah, me too. the cost of living. Yeah. I need food. Fuck. Expensive. Oh, I need a place to, I need a place to live. Well, that's expensive too. Oh, look, it's unfurnished. I got to buy furniture now. But, you, know, it's like, you know, it's just. Stack it, stack it, stack it, stack it. Like getting ahead, it's like you literally have to slave yourself to get a little bit ahead, and then you have to slave yourself some more. Like there is no happy medium. You can't work and party. It's like depends how much coke. You can't you like do. work hard and play hard. And you're you're. <laughs> well, everybody's doing it. Of course. Fucking you tell. I don't know. Honestly, man, like you. Someone's like, oh, I've been sober for October. I'm like, yeah, but how many painkillers are you popping? Are you still having coffee in the morning? Like, you know, just like, like name me one, name me one person who's over the age of fucking sixteen that's not on some drug or something. I don't know, like Amish. <laughs> I don't know. There's got to be some but fuckers just- out there that are just like, no, no, nothing for me. Everybody likes to sin from time weed. to time. Don't. <laughs> For a while, they thought that weed oh, killed yeah, him, which was really bizarre. Like, how did you come to that like... conclusion, you fucking idiots? <laughs> like, yeah, we gave him a brain hemorrhage. Brilliant. <laughs> well, it's also because I think he took, like, he took some kind of painkiller or something before he died, and they think that maybe the combination of the painkiller and the weed brought on. But again, that doesn't make sense. Well, that's what I, some I people believe he was assassinated was by the the Tong or the the triads or whatever, like the the, the Japanese mafia. <coughs> yeah, but what kind of poison? Because yeah, he died from like a cerebral hemorrhage or something like that. So that would be a specific kind of poison that would cause that shit. Well, you know the triads, they know a lot more I than what to believe. himself too hard. Like, I think because he was like, he was taking them. on the kind of physical challenges that would like just destroy most people. Like, I think he just pushed his whole body so hard that eventually something snapped. Because like, Maybe. you know, the kind of the kind of feats that Bruce Lee were pulling off here. were just like insane. Even to this day, it's like, I wouldn't even recommend trying that shit. Like, <laughs> well, it happens to like wrestlers One and stuff months. too. Like wrestlers put themselves Cold through water. so much fucking trauma that by the time they're 40, they're all fucked up. Exactly. They're like, yeah, they're a they mess. They replace both, no both their knees and shit. <laughs> Well, uh, it's uh, 9.30 in the morning. Cheers to you. 
You can call it alcoholism. I call it. It's eleven thirty over here, so that's acceptable. Exactly. Yeah, you know, it's 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 noon somewhere. <laughs> Four twenty somewhere. I don't know. How do you think Mike Tyson's doing? I think he's doing spectacular. He's, he's going to be fighting, fighting Roy Jones Jr. in the new year. I thought he retired. Yeah, they're going to do an exhibition fight. He did, but oh, he's been training. Man. I've been yeah, following this shit. Get back into it. <laughs> I, I like watching fights. Yeah, well, he's, he's 60 years old now. Yeah, he's like, not? I just want to have I one more exhibition fight. <laughs> just don't, you know. Don't fight you know, anyone. He's, he's, he's not as fucked up as he used to be. You know, fuck them until he's got they love you. No, well, the, initially he was, <laughs> was supposed to have a rematch with that guy. Yeah, so they, initially they were talking about doing a New Year's a New Year's Eve like boxing match between the two, and like Mike Tyson started releasing footage of him training, and then Hol- Holyfield like, yeah, hadn't man. been training in years. If I was Holyfield, I'd be kind of afraid to get back <laughs> in the, the ring with him. <laughs> I know, but still, oh, like they're on good terms. Like they, they, you know. It's still exactly. the, the big, I think the fact of the matter is like it's still Mike Tyson and he will fuck your shit up. <laughs> but you know Roy, is Roy Jones Jr. Jr. like one of his keen, peers. He's keen for it. He's down. Roy, no Roy but Jones. But like, Jr. are they was, around like, he was the same age? A different weight class at the time. Okay, yeah. Or, like Mike Tyson. Oh yeah, like a, the same era type thing. But it was like different like promotions, I think. But like Mike Tyson was like a heavyweight and beating the fuck out of these big boys, like left, right, and center, right. But again, Mike Tyson started at 18 years old. You know, like I think. Oh yeah, I think he, he was, was 21 pretty, when he won, he won his first. Like, I imagine like younger players. boxers would probably respect him too much to step up to the ring with him. <laughs> exactly. Like I, yeah, I can't, I can't step in the ring with Tyson. <laughs> He'll kill me, like you know. And um, but like Mike Tyson, he's just, he's training and now. And the thing is, Mike Tyson was a power puncher and scary ass motherfucker, right? Roy Jones Jr. is like he's that guy who's like slit. Like, like Muhammad Ali had the footwork, the robot dope, and he, you know, untouchable, and, and he could punch you real hard. Roy Jones Jr. was just like, he slips and slides, moves in ways, and hits you like a fucking left hook to the fucking body. You know, he's the kind of guy that, like, you don't see how he moves, but he's moving, and, like, and he hits you. And he had three three different, like, three different weight class worth of belts, I'm pretty sure. Like, so he's, he's a very well decorated, and he was around at the same time as Mike Tyson, just in the well, different weight class, you know. So they never got, to, they never got to fight each other. But you know, oh, we'll, let's see how it turns out. I wonder if anybody's go like, I don't that. know. It's a, it's a, I guess he's had quite a career. Last I heard, he was podcasting. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, he smokes a Mike ton Tyson? of weed too. He's really into that. Maybe. I can't blame him. I love that shit. <laughs> Can you blame anybody? Just, <laughs> my parents, they, they grew a plant at their place this year. Like, Because my, my dad's like, I just want to grow a plant. Just one. My brother's like, what, well, yeah, do you want to cultivate it? He's like, no, 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 no I just want to grow it. <laughs> you can keep the bud. Like, yeah, I guess it's fun. Like, I just want to grow it. Why not? Yeah, I grew some. It's good. Next year, next year, I'll be really, really ready. This year, I just wanted to kind of do a test, test run to figure out and see how the bud grows in the area. Cause like I've been looking into it, like if I can find a proper strain that's like 
been climatized for the area. You know, that'd be great. That'd be great. <laughs> you sounded like <laughs> that guy from Office Space there. <laughs> No, the boss. The boss. Oh, like right. Norman or that from me. Or the guy from Pineapple Express. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. So if you could just like transfer those files and send them to me, yeah, yeah that movie was great. just too real. <laughs> too real. I I was I watched that movie man and I was getting so fucking pissed off at that boss the way he was treating the, the guy with their stapler and shit. Like I was getting aggravated. Like why are they treating this poor weirdo. man like this? You always like, pick it's on not weirdo. Cool. He's not gonna fight back. And I was like getting angry. Yeah. But you took my I know, but like, I love oh, how taking the stapler, the it's taking the stapler that pushes him over the edge. Years. Like he was, like he was willing to put up with all that other shit. But when he took the stapler, that was that was <laughs> it. Set that bitch on fire. <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> like he hasn't been on payroll for two years. He just keeps coming Could in every day. Imagine that would be horrible. <laughs> And you see him, you just like, I uh, share my paychecks haven't come in, and I, I really like my paychecks, please. If you can give me a paycheck. <laughs> like, I was getting so flustered and mad at the boss because I felt for this cat, man. I was like, why are you fucking shitting on this guy? I'm all like, he looks pathetic. See, if him all, alone. if all this place was made today, it would end differently. It would end with him coming into the <laughs> office with a fucking machine gun and just killing everybody. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's down the and go down ending. to Hawaii and have a good time. Barbados, where the fuck you ended up? <laughs> that's what he did. He burnt the building down and just like mumbled. And he just sat on the beach drinking fucking. Yeah, mama. now we can annoy people in Hawaii. <laughs> <instead>. Bahama Mamas. <laughs> I have one more drink, please. Drink one more drink. Have you seen a Seth? Have, have you seen a Seth Rogen movie lately? <laughs> Not well, like neighbors too. Yeah, I don't or, know what the know. fuck he's like anymore. Um, I don't know what. Yeah, like there's so many of them. I don't know how to keep track, and they all kind of feel like they're the same. So they could have been. You know, I think Seth Rogen was year, a mistake. Ago, I'm just gonna say it right now. He never should have gotten famous. <laughs> what? Well, I think it's because he like when he did knocked up. You know. It, knocked it was up. all right. He was he had that kind boy of that knocked up. He was like the biggest you know, loser in the world in that movie. Then... <laughs> yeah, that's what, well, that's what I'm saying. And he was like quite lethargic. He wasn't in shape. He wasn't molded. Yeah, for I guess Hollywood. you're right. Well, he that's like the thing. They managed to kind of relatable. Like he made a couple of good movies, but since he's become like kind of a creative force himself, he's kind of really sucked. And he makes these annoying political statements. He's a douche. Well, yeah, basically, he's pulling out of Sandler. He's getting his friends. And to then write you're just most putting out mediocre for comedy for the rest of your life. It. And it's like, oh, God. Well, yeah, to be fair, I think Seth Rogen's jokes, had, like, please. his moments where he's actually been an actor. He was in that Steve like, what? Jobs movie. Me neither. It's like, who gives a fuck? <laughs> I haven't seen that. You've never owned anything. I don't by care. Apple? I don't, I've wow, never owned anything by Apple. So I don't, you know, why would I watch a movie? Me neither. But I've owned a couple of Apple products. Well, I just don't care. You know, not particularly caring. Just <laughs> like, happened to 
fall into my lap, kind of. Like everyone talks about Macs and shit. It's like, I, give me a PC. I know how to render. I just liked it because garage. I know band. how to press F12 and fix shit. You know, like oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just with me, I know how to fix a PC. You know, like yeah. When, you, you know when you start it up, it says press F12 for menu. Like that's where you can. All, that's where you oh, can you're do better all at your it than me. I and, fuck like, everything up when it comes to that. Just look up the code. Yeah, we gotta stop taking well, the keyboard and smashing the screen. Man. I haven't owned a PC in like a long time. I just use laptops now, and just they're disposable. Bricked another one. Got to buy another one. See, I'm the worst kind of consumer. I just fucking yeah. keep pumping useless income, and just I'm a total idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty oh, much broke what it is. One. Like every, everything's disposable, right? <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Really? The sun's finally coming out. Well, it's behind the mountain range, so like it's like light out, but you don't you don't see the sun until you don't see the sun until the two cowboys are done fucking ten o'clock. I don't even know what that means. (laughs) Seriously, man, don't look in there. Why not? I just want to know what's going on. Oh my god, (laughs) is that like a Family Guy joke? Oh my god! <laughs> I think so. It's like one of those sketches. Like the horses are like, oh, this up, and they're like I... still in there. <laughs> so don't look in there, man. I gotta figure it out. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta see. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, that was quite a time. You got, I got a hand to them though. It's, I don't think like it's weird to have like a mainstream movie about like two gay dudes. You don't see that very often. Gyllenhaal. Exactly. That was like a high-profile game Jake, uh, And you can, you know... They well, because there are a lot of movies gay. about, like, you know, gay <laughs> men and, you know, gay relationships, but not many of them hit the mainstream. Like, honestly, I think Girl on Girl is a lot more marketable. But yeah, why don't you just, just have yeah, some gay but, dudes? Why not? Yeah. Marketable. Well, at this point, I think what's what's happening is like you know, with gay, the gay characters are not just like. Gay well, that's problems. what I want. They're I want more regular, of that, but we're still seeing a lot of like gay. the old, like you know, typical kind of gay drama, or like you know, you got the gay side character who's like a comedic kind of stand-in or whatever, and it's just kind of cringy. Yeah. <laughs> what's that? From? Whatever. It's like <laughs> Yeah, an interpretation of your, your secret Inter- fantasy. Say doing an interpretation you. of like a gay comic relief. <laughs> well, I don't know. They're like they're, they're not fantasies. There's a movie Philadelphia where Tom fucking. where Tom Hanks played like the he was a lawyer what? with HIV. Got AIDS? Yeah, I think like yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like one of those kind of depressing. I haven't movies. seen it in a long time. But, like, that was one of the, I think that was, like, one of the first, like, mainstream kind of, like, it wasn't, like, you know, it was kind of a gay movie in a sense, because he was a gay dude. What? It was insinuating gayness, but not not showing it. I think the, doesn't he actually, no, I think he seemed kiss his boyfriend at one point. 
But yeah, but yeah, that was like one of the first movies to bring attention to like the HIV crisis, which was pretty. What? There was no HIV in Eternal Sunshine Sunshine or whatever. There, like. No, that was uh, I love you, Philip Morris. Jim Carrey like gay in that movie, or? Yeah, that's when that opening scene. Yeah, it's him and Ewan McGregor. That was like. (laughs) That was an interesting movie, but it was kind of, like, lightweight and disposable. Like, that's the problem. Like, Jim Carrey doesn't make, like, really memorable movies anymore. Yeah. Eh, yeah, it's all right. I like it. It, The Mask was amazing. (laughs) But, yeah, like, at least that movie's, like, enduring. That movie was an, like, it it was an icon. Like, same thing with Dumb and Dumber and movies like that. I think Liar Liar was his funniest. Like, that was maybe the most clever comedy he ever made. Yep. I like that, you know, I think for me, like, once he, he, he made the movie go, Majestic, tried to go serious. I kind of lost track, because like, I, I grew up this? watching him do Aces. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, as a, as, a, as a kid, I was watching him as Ace Ventura, The Mask, you know, this kooky character, kind of like, you know. That movie was, like, Grinch. terrifying. He was, like, he was really the Grinch for... <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I don't remember it very well, but I just remember... Christmas. I loved it. I loved it. You wanted Jim Carrey to win. Hate, you wanted the, the villain to win, didn't you? Live down in town, like Whoville. <laughs> Fuck them. Fuck their Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's just like the. Well, no, it wasn't about Christmas. It's just the way that they look, like the small, like the tiny, like kind of like a mole rat, star nose, like a, a mole nose <laughs> type thing, or a mole rat. You know, <laughs> just like tiny little. Yeah, like a tiny little dotted nose and like puppy Yeah, but that's like every and, Christmas, you know, Christmas special. Christmas like, specials are fucking stupid. <laughs> like... The only Christmas movies I'm willing to watch are A Christmas Story oh, or Black Christmas. Eh, eh. Yeah, I'll watch that. What about Home right. Alone? I, wa- I actually watched Home Alone last Christmas, so I can't, yeah, I can't <laughs> deny that. <laughs> Like my my musical really? soundtrack for Christmas is just the Home Alone soundtrack. What, like keep the change, you filthy animal. One and two. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like what? I don't even know what they play yeah, in that the movie, movie score what, what, and the soundtrack. I they play rocking around got, the like, Christmas tree. Yeah. Rocking around the Christmas tree. Rocking around the Christmas tree. You know they do the. They do the um run, run around the yeah, way. Chuck Berry or Chuck Berry before he used to watch women piss. Did you know about that? He got in trouble for that. Like Chuck Berry, he was running like a he ran a bunch of like restaurants, and it turns out that there were cameras in the female bathrooms because he wanted to watch women, you know, go to the bathroom. <laughs> Maybe that's what I would have gone with. Or maybe he was trying to catch people doing. <laughs> but drugs. I think they actually found the footage, and it was pretty obvious what he was looking at. Yeah. <laughs> or, or... Something like that. I, yeah, I, I don't know the specifics like, of it, but like, up the coochie, like doesn't that like, that, oh, that yeah, like really tarnishes it. your legacy? Doesn't it? Like, fuck. No, he died like a couple years ago. 
Is he still alive? Yeah. No, he's, yeah, maybe he is. Well, that's the thing. I guess if yeah, you're that much that. of a legend, yeah. you can get away with it. Like, look at Rick well, James. Rick James did friend. horrible things, and everybody still <laughs> likes him. Nobody likes R. Kelly anymore, I don't think. Like, I'm yeah, sure he R. probably Kelly. has a few defenders, but R. Kelly really fucked himself. Like, R. Kelly is R. Kelly is a mystery to me, man. Like, I don't fucking understand this guy at all and what the fuck he's doing and, like, what. He's <laughs> either a genius or he's incredibly stupid. I can't tell. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, Gordon Betty is. So, like, I saw a post on Facebook recently, and he was like – you know, he was like, yo, like, this guy's fucked up, but I have to admire his, like, his creative work. <laughs> I, I, I was like, oh, God. It's crazy. I, know, I'm, I'm, I actually, I know the, the Dave Chappelle parody. Music and stuff, you know? I know his own music. So. He had some pretty good songs, but, like, did you hear what his defense was? He claimed that he was illiterate. <laughs> They were trying to charge him with like a bunch of stuff, and he claimed like, "Oh, I can't take part in this trial. I can't read. I'm illiterate." He actually claimed that. He, and it's like, how the fuck did you write songs? How did you like run your whole career if you're completely illiterate? Like nobody bought that. I guess, but I still don't buy that well, shit. Maybe it's true. Maybe he he's a complete idiot who can only it. sign his name, and everybody else just took care of everything for him. But like, Jesus, man. If that's true, then that's one hell of a success story. That was an R. Kelly song. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, oh yeah, everybody remembers that movie so fondly. Space Jam soundtrack. You know what, man? I still have yeah. the original Space Jam soundtrack on CD. What is it with you in movie and soundtracks? That thing is stacked. <laughs> that thing is stacked with talent. Like all the. This is how I relate. This is how I relate to, to movies and keep keep them in mind. Oh, to I me, music it. is like a memento, right? I got I got into and a I lot of bands a lot of by listening movies, to like, like songs and movies, so, so I get it. But it's weird yeah. how you're like specifically hung up on certain soundtracks, like fucking Space Jam. <laughs> Oh yeah, fucking masterful fucking soundtrack. This is the thing that you you can't find that sound, you can't find that CD on Spotify or anything because those tracks were so stacked with talent that like I'm sure you can find the, all the rights YouTube. are distributed and like you know it was limited edition stuff type thing. Like they, they can't re-release it. I've looked, man. <laughs> it's that shit gets taken down because like one of the songs I think it's like what's it called? Um, there's a song in there, but it's got like Busta Rhymes, like exhibit, like exhibit, like like five very well known decorated like rappers. What a bunch you know? of sellouts! Like, people from like the Wu Tang Clan and shit like that, and like it's, it's stacked, man. Hell yeah, bitch! Of this course like, I like, am. Michael, that was one Michael of the Jordan biggest sellout sell moves the movie, of all like... time. But then again, at least it makes sense coming from him because he was always kind of a, you know. But you know what he did? You know what? He did? What? But you know he did during that time. He's like, he's like, I'll do this movie because like they wanted him to f- move to like Florida to, to film the shit, right? And he's like, I I'll go and do this movie on one condition. You gotta like, you gotta give me a space so I can practice doing like play he basketball. Wasn't even, I thought he was done with basketball like, at that point. Wasn't he, wasn't he trying filming. to be a so baseball player? While he wasn't like filming. He just go practice. No, like 
Yeah, and they, they that actually, was they that put was a scene before, in the that movie was like where he sucks ass at baseball. That was after he was trying to come. <laughs> That's pretty he, harsh, isn't it? I'm surprised he consented to that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, his, his actual baseball career wasn't too bad. Like, when he first started, he had – he went 11 games in a row, like, hitting, hitting a pitch that was thrown to him. Like, you know – like wow, he's actually decent, and all of a sudden they started throwing like uh, curveballs and, and like sinkers and stuff like that, and he couldn't hit shit to fucking save his life. But he dedicated his time. He's like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna, I want you to just throw curveballs my way all day. I'm gonna learn to hit these fucking things. And after about like 11 weeks of not hitting one ball, well, he came back him. and he like, wanted to branch out. He, he only played it, about one or two seasons. That. Uh, yeah, 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 and it, that that was right after his dad died. That's why he like initially. But when he came back, you know, he won the championship with the Bulls one one year, and then the year afterwards, uh, that summer when they were off or whatever, the winter, they were like, um, "Sasha, did you just fart?" Thanks for putting that you on the podcast. Dog, you poopy head. No more elk for you. Yeah. <laughs> You're ruining this. You're ruining this for our millions of listeners. They don't tune like, into this just film. Farts. <laughs> <laughs> but so he he's working in florida and he told universal studios he's like I, i'll do this if you give me like a gym i can practice and play basketball in so basically as he was filming and stuff he like invited like his friends and the people he played with in the bowls and the whole team trained like in the winter time when they were supposed to be off like well, just playing I'm basketball glad. at universal studios not, came back know, the, next year and won the guy's the amazing his, his, his sports achievements his athletic achievements are great but i'm just saying he should have requested for a fucking acting studio because he needed to act better he sucked in space Jam. <laughs> he has no personality at all he was working with a green screen and no actors Even literally acting with people even when he's acting with people in the movie he uh, sucks. the whole movie he was just working with a green screen he was at the, be- at the beginning of the movie. He's acting with other humans. You he wasn't shit. He doesn't spend the, the whole movie in the fucking team world. Yeah, he's acting with fucking oh, yeah, Newman Paul, and his Paul family Newman and shit. And he sucks with Barry. them too. He just doesn't have any camera presence. What? Well, to be honest, he, to be honest, he's being a. If that's how real, he is in real life, I feel sorry for him. He's literally playing damn, Michael Jordan. What a dull human. I, I, you know what? I think that might be very close to what he is like in real life. If anything, he might be more of a dick when he was playing basketball and competitive and just bitching people around. Be like, "Yo, dog, I'm gonna take care of you." There was, there was like, there was a time where he was playing versus Spud Webb. Remember Spud Webb, the tiny, tiny guy? No, or like, I don't. Not, not I don't Webb. know. Oh, you mean the, the little tiny white guy, guy that was in Space Jam? Oh. No, I don't. No, the I don't tiny know basketball that. player. But okay, keep going. <laughs> in Space Jam. So yeah. Anyway, I don't know. I don't remember his name either. But um, him, like he was, he was playing basketball the same year as Michael Jordan, and like this kid was known to be fucking good. Like you know, he could do, he could just work, jiggy it, put it in the basket, shoot it from far away, whatever. And then he played a game versus Michael Jordan one day, and he was getting cocky. And Jordan's like, "You ain't going to hit a three for the rest of the season, bitch." <laughs> he said that. He just said that once, and then like. His his career ended after that, just from one comment. Exactly, Michael he Jordan. cursed him. That's what I mean. After like that, he should have brought some of that sing, Michael Jordan shoot, voodoo sing, to the movie. Nothing. Just like, 
Like that's got to be sad. You got you got <laughs> outacted by fucking Daffy yeah. Duck. Like how do you live that down? <laughs> <laughs> I know everybody loves Daffy Duck. I, I don't know Daffy Duck, man. That's Sylvester. That's Sylvester. You fuck. Suffering. The monster. I don't blame you. That shit's old as hell. But like, and they put like a really weird like. Isn't it weird how they put like a sexy bunny in the movie? Lola. Yeah, the, no, I think she was actually was, brought back later on, but her personality was different, from what I hear. Yeah. <laughs> she was less I think she, the, her portrayal in the movie was a bit too much. <laughs> and another weird thing is they literally the put a reference get, to Pulp you know, Fiction in <laughs> Space Jam. It was one... At one point during the basketball game, like uh, Yosemite Sam and Elk Where? Fudge shoot one of the Monstars, and like it cuts to them in suits holding pistols, like Jules oh. and uh, and uh, uh, Jules and Vincent from Pulp Fiction. <laughs> and it's like, why would you put a reference yeah. to Pulp Fiction in a fucking children's movie? Really? Like none of us had seen that. Maybe that was just one for the parents, you know, a little something for the parents in the audience. Yeah, Pulp yeah, Fiction was, was hot right around that time, well, so I can Pulp see why they would Pulp put a Fiction reference. Was, what, 94? In. Well, why would you put a reference to an adult movie like Pulp Fiction in a fucking kids movie? Like it's kind of bizarre to me. Well, just make it related. I guess that's the true. Shrek yeah, the so, same some thing. of the jokes in Shrek like, were well, a bit fun about like Shrek above is that it was fun. It was fun for kids. Yeah, and I guess fun that makes adults, sense. But know? like. But Space Jam was just like Space Jam was not that kind of movie. Like maybe if they had more of that. I guess they did. Like, they threw in, like, maybe if you were a basketball fan, you would have enjoyed that movie. Like, if you were, like, a basketball fan and a fucking Looney Tunes fan, then that movie was probably the greatest thing in the world for you. It was just like, oh, best of both worlds. What? I was a fan of Bugs Bunny. <laughs> Who wasn't? Bugs Bunny. I was a fan of Bugs, Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny is, like, horrible. He's a horrible role model for children. I always liked Bugs Shooting people, tricking people, lying, being deceitful, dressing Why? up in women's clothing, sinful. <laughs> yep. Yeah, there's like literally a scene in the original Looney Tunes where Bugs is, he's trying to play the piano and a guy in the audience keeps coughing. So Bugs just shoots him to death and then everybody claps. <laughs> The amount of violence in those Looney Tunes cartoons was great. Like, it, it, it's no wonder, like, whole generations grew up fucked up. Not just uh, ours and the ones above ours. Like, you hear about, like, you know, all the kids who shot themselves with guns or did stupid things playing around with guns. It's because they grew up watching fucking Looney Tunes. That's <laughs> because the stupid parents were locking that shit up. That's true too. That's also a factor, but also like, or you know, the just, parents are too dumb to lock their fucking guns up. I miss it though. I miss that era of just wanton violence and irresponsibility and shooting people and blowing people up. It was fun. It was great. I remember yeah. doing that thing when I was six years old, just shooting people up, running down the street, fucking blowing up cars. It was a great time. What? <laughs> you know what I miss, man. Well, I don't necessarily <laughs> miss it because now that I, I look back at it, like you know, it was 
no one was really my friend, but uh, just going like, <laughs> uh, but you know, like living in a neighborhood and just going like walking over to another house down the like three, four houses down where you knew there was a kid your age and you would just knock on the door and say, Hey, wow, you want to play? Brave. And it was simple yeah. community, you know, like I'm going to, I'm going to hang out. No, me. Well, isn't that how things were? When like I was a kid, I would meet friends door? at school <laughs> or we would meet at the park. I wouldn't literally go to their door and go, hey, you want to be my friend? <laughs> but then again, like I grew up, like my apartment was literally like <laughs> right I am the in odd front one of a huge park. Like there was a huge like park right in front of my place. So that's where I met all my friends. Like, we would just all hang out in this park, and eventually you'd meet kids and befriend them and stuff. But it also led to a lot of bad shit. Like, I got, I did a lot of stuff I shouldn't have done back then. Yeah. <laughs> just bad influences. I was stealing. I was smoking. Like I was what? doing just Confess. vandalism. Confess, like, Justin. Doing, what? Young. You're I what, was like people? 11, and she's like 10, 11, and I was doing. How old were you? Yeah, not but smoking. Like, that's yeah, when you're that's supposed cool. to be stealing. <laughs> that's why the, the that's what the youth criminal system is set up that way. You know, get it out of your system. Go figure it out. I go never get got caught doing it a couple of times. And then by the time you're 18, figure. Spark. Oh yeah. What? Oh, you're gonna fight? I, I stole from <laughs> corner stores and shit when I was 10. <laughs> yeah, man. We used to. We used to leave. <laughs> <laughs> what we used to do is we would leave school at lunch and we would bar. go to the corner store <laughs> and you just go up to the counter and you put a bunch of chocolate bars in your pocket and shit like there weren't cameras or alarms so we would get away with it it was amazing we stole so much and we did a lot of other stuff it wasn't it wasn't very nice <laughs> i had a lot of bad influences growing up bad influences around me ah uh, you know yeah, I remember. I remember, like, because I'd always walk home from school. I think I'm probably six or eight years old, maybe, you know, like, or maybe even like, yeah, probably like at ten at best. Um, but uh, I'd be walking home with Oscald's mouse, an old uh, Costa Rican friend that I was went to school with in elementary school, and um. He was always like, yeah, man, like five finger discount. Like, what do you mean? He's like, we go, we give him like a dollar for one thing, but we walk out with five things. Yeah, that's how we did it. What do you mean? He's like, just go and take it, put it in your pocket and walk out. Okay. I didn't, I didn't understand that, but basically it became a routine thing. You know, we'd hit the fucking Petro Canada midpoint, then we go hit the max, right? Like, you know, 200 I did that too, plenty of times. Like go in, like, you know, purchase one little thing and walk out with five things. But then, you know, as we, so yeah, as you do it more and more, you get cocky or like complacent about your your efforts. <laughs> um, you know, at one point, I guess this clerk was noticing that every day we'd be coming in, and you know, like, all right, what the fuck? So, and us, you know, as soon as we walk out, we just like empty out our pockets. Like, look what I got! Oh, you got that? Cool. Like comparing notes and <laughs> shit. And one day the cat, the yeah, one day the cat just walks out. He's like, hey, hey, you gonna pay for that shit? I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like you're literally eating these nerds in front of me. Like, oh yeah, I paid for these. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, you know, get caught there. Fuck. 
you know, then I walk over to the max 200 meters away, do the same thing. Like, Hey, you gonna pay for that? I'm like, I don't know what to talk about. <laughs> big pussy. That was pretty much the end of my stealing days. I called <laughs> I you a big puss. No, it was good. It was a good responsible decision. What? It was a good. Why did you just say that was a slur? How you, dare you? That I heard it. that. You're going to get us canceled. <laughs> 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 gonna yes. get us canceled. Welcome to the no, Acid Flashback Review, where we don't talk about acid, but talk about shit. It might get canceled. Exactly. But one That's day I'll talk like, about my yeah, acid. This guy, he's like, I'm just too busy I, having. Like, them, I don't so even I know where he is anymore. <laughs> he touched off from the world a long time ago, and now he's just kind of floating there. <laughs> <laughs> you, of course, you. <laughs> Who? I don't know. One vivid memory I have when I was a kid, like you know, in, in the in the road, like the tar that gets baked into the roads. Yeah, like black tar gets. I remember me and a bunch of kids. We ripped that shit out of the, the pavement the and we threw it at each other. Yeah. And we had like a big fight where we were just throwing tar that we ripped out of the street at each other, and our clothes and our hands got stained, and our parents were all so pissed off at us. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what the fuck like, is wrong with you? Why would you do this? Well, what do you do? <laughs> this is this is a that's a good one though. It was worth it. Yeah, I didn't say it. I probably... All weekend, right? We I think I remember like pulling it out. It I, so I never used it to whip people, like, like, but like snowball fights. I remember, you know, like, like you, you ride your. <laughs> Oh man, snowballs! I remember one time driving out because I used to throw snowballs at cars until it happened. Until it happened to like my dad while I was in the vehicle with him, and my dad didn't fuck around. As soon as he got hit, fucking slam on the brakes, got out, and he he knew where it came from. It came from like a say, like it was a bunch of teenagers just like they had their window open on the second floor of their house, and they're just fucking wait, like you know, hiding, like building, taking snow from the roof, and just like. <laughs> oh yeah, dude's thing. And they fucking pull up. My dad just like breaked out. He's like, "Hey, motherfuckers!" Like, and he, like, you know, he's he's, he's pissed off because like it's a hazard. You throw a snowball, like it might not damage the vehicle, but it could spook a fucking yeah, driver. Yeah, I, I had some fucking some woman got on me and Joe's you know, case about that one day. She got all mad at don't us. Don't fuck with someone funny. driving. Yeah, yeah, I could have swerved off the road. I have a child in the car. Yeah, like, okay, then she left. <laughs> Yeah, that was good. At least, they didn't, at least the, like, they didn't all just jump out and beat the shit out of your dad. That would have been a bad ending to that story. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I was 12. They, they might have been 16. Like, who knows? Like, I'm about to think, oh, like, I think if you're God. 16 years old, are you old, fucking kidding me, Paul? Fucking car. Like, the shit you idiot. did when you were like, 16. That's shit you do when you're 8. Fuck. <laughs> Come on. You did all kinds of crazy stuff. I remember you. Yeah, Don't I wasn't even going try to that. All the fucking vehicles. I was climbing. I'm sure you did that and worse. I went to high school. Yeah, with I was you. You're trying to act all the vehicles. fucking high and mighty now. <laughs> I was you were like the menace. One of our substitute teachers crazy. accused me of crazy, sexual harassment. I did, like, I did stupid shit, but it wasn't like a new. <laughs> 
even know what that was. <laughs> oh, that was well, priceless, how can I harass someone if I'm not even sexually I agree. Well, I don't know. Like, if you're just a bunch of stupid kids on the side of the road throwing snowballs, like, that's one thing, like, dumb kids do. But, like, a bunch of kids who are, like, inside of an apartment gathering snow to throw at people, like, don't you have anything better to do, you fucking losers? <laughs> yeah, jerk each other <laughs> off. Have a nice little circle jerk. Yeah, fucking play some video games. Jerk off. Do something a real teenager does. Like. Whoever finished last has to clean up the other guys. <laughs> Old school rules. I hope no one's... I, I really hope nobody ever actually played that game. I don't know. What's the thrill of that? <laughs> I just don't get it. <laughs> well, have, have you not have you not noticed how people how people like if you want to like, eat yeah, some guy's cum, then just eat another guy's cum. Why do you have to go through the pretext like, of like, oh, you gotta getting... come on a biscuit and I'll eat it? Like, seems like a really weird setup. <laughs> then again, what do I know? <laughs> Make the game. <laughs> Well, I think a part, a part of this is like, you know, like lately from what I've been seeing with like the the, the night scene and the party scene or the, the rave scenes, like, yeah, let's get weird. Everyone gets weird. And like people get so fucked up that like, they, you know, they just like they <laughs> pushing the boundaries of weirdness. And then, you know, then, then games like that might come up or, you know, like people like bringing porcelain All right, you lost me on that one, but okay. Just to, like just to hang them and laugh at it. You know, it's like there's a bunch of. Oh, but I'm saying, like, there's people who, like, listen to trap music and, like, and, you know, like, that, I don't know, there's a genre of music that's really fucking weird and low ends and wobbly pop and the people who indulge in, like, ketamine and do this Dude, there's stuff, all kinds of crazy uh, shit. Like, people kinda, like, are just, insane, the they kind of stuff they're into. things that make no fucking Everyone sense. Everyone acts normal, but, you know, yeah, like, we know what you do behind closed doors. Everybody's got a secret. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> Morris, I, people do weird things out in public because they think it's funny it's like you shouldn't be dragging around it's a not because they think it's funny it's because they want attention do you think it's funny like it's going to raise questions <laughs> it's going to raise concerns well i don't know who yeah. does it was it was it like a girl doing this maybe she was making yeah. like a statement it's kind of like dubstep let's make the weirdest noise yeah, exactly. Maybe it was one of those things. I don't know. I'm, a, I'm an artist. This is my I'm performance pro piece. I drag this fucked up doll with me everywhere I go. No. <laughs> eh. No, it's just, no, it's just a, a handful of wooks. Like a small wookie? You ever heard, you ever heard of the term wook? No, that's an Ewok. <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> yeah, they're hairy. It's like the, the, hip, the hippies that are more concerned. Yeah, like the those kind of people. Go to raves and don't know shit. You know what I just realized? Just up all the time. Ewok is an anagram for woke. Yeah. So the Ewoks were woke, what? and that's why they defeated the Empire because they were so woke, and they brought their new yeah. ultra woke politics, and they defeated a mighty empire with sticks. Because they woke the power of wokeness. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 
You're either Ewoke or you Ewoke. And what's up with Princess Leia? She's so racist towards Wookiees. Exactly. Like that that movie promotes bad attitudes. It should have been more progressive. They should have they should have made friends with the Empire. (laughs) You think everyone was Leia was so fucking drunk and high on cocaine, man. Like well, she was like everybody yeah, knows. That, in, like, like Carrie Fisher had a bit no, of an issue with that, but do you think especially like everybody else was too? Do you think George like, Lucas was fucked up? Yeah, like someone had to be sober at the head of this thing. I'm sure everybody else was partying though. No. Drinking and smoking. He probably did some it, coke too, Harrison but he Ford never struck me like, as like the kind of guy who got like really into that lifestyle. A bit. Yeah. Yeah, seriously, and no, he doesn't, dude. Have you seen that guy? He is the most laid back dude ever. Seriously. I love it. <laughs> well, they gave they gave him an interview for like the new Blade Runner movie, and he was like, "Well, when yeah, they I asked you to come back and reprise your role uh, as Rick Deckard, what was the first thing you said?" And he was like, "Well, uh, money. How much?" <laughs> I think he does take his work seriously, though. Like, I don't think he's a total, like, you know, just bought-out guy. Like, when he commits to a role, he's serious about it. But he strikes me as the kind of guy who, you know, he has, like, other passions besides acting. Like, you know, he wants to do other things with his life. He doesn't just want to be in front of the camera all the time. And I can respect that. Well, you got to hand it to him. Like, it's he's he's played, like, so many iconic characters. It's rare that someone does that. Yeah, he's like yeah. the only he's the only real yeah, actor. I guess from that's Star fair. <laughs> I was trying to think of others, but like Alec Guinness was already established. Frank Oz, who puppeted Yoda, he had quite a career. Like, yeah, yeah Carrie Fisher. And Carrie Fisher did like she actually became Carrie a Fisher writer, all right, like for herself. But here she was more. She of wrote like, a like books and screenplays like a, and stuff. But yeah, no. she still acted. But yeah, speaking about her and her drug problem, mm-hmm. like during certain scenes in Empire Strikes Back, you can see that she has like a Coke fingernail. Yeah, she had like a really long nail that she was using just to do little hits of Coke. <laughs> yeah. Oh, a big one. <laughs> but you can see it really well during certain scenes. Tony Montana's sister. <laughs> well, it was just, it was efficient, you know, a lot of takes, you know, a lot of work. She's got to be quick about it. <laughs> Yeah, I need I need this nail. Why is that nail there? I just I need it, man. Like, eh. you know, at least if you're a guitarist, See, no, nobody, yeah, nobody asked questions back then. Guitar, it was, it was a fun atmosphere. But it, it how like hilarious would it have been like if George Lucas just went up to her and he was like, "Oh, Carrie, uh, you need to clip that nail. This is a this is a children's movie." <laughs> <laughs> Probably. You'd <laughs> ah, never do that. He's such a pushover wimp. Like, if he actually cared about Star Wars, like, you know, he would have fucking. I, I don't. Done yeah, more I, I don't know, man. Story, I, like, I don't really know even what to say about that. Like, he tried to give us his story, and then everybody shit on it. Like, you know, he made the prequels, and everybody's like, "Fuck you! This is horrible." So, like, what do you want? You want him to come back again? Like, I, I don't know. But yeah, like I. I think the prequels is 
the prequels, if anything, they were just like they were bound to like not be light because you knew the outcome. You knew Anakin yeah, would turn. Yeah, the prequels have a lot of problems. The prequels are just like, full of. You knew the Empire would shit. rise as like the fucking you know. Did I die? No, well, yeah, there's some happy moments. Like, if anything, I would yeah, say that most happy. of them are it's too not goofy. Like, it's not like moving forward, you know, it's like like at least at least in Star Wars, yeah. And in the third movie, yeah. they destroy the but Death Star. In again. A New Hope, you know, they destroy the Death Star. You know, Empire Strikes Back, it's like, okay, like now they're coming for us with everything they have. Yeah. No, it's the same climax then, as the know, first the movie. Jedi they blow up another like, Death Star. You know, oh, this is where the balance is found. Perfect. Yep, it's different. It's different, dude. It's. it's... Yeah, but they kill the Emperor, so they the, don't. the balance it's is brought the ninth movie. It's different, man. They killed the, kill the Emperor. Never mind that, though. He comes back. He comes back. Oh, come on. We all knew it was going to be bad. What poor fucking... What a poor finish to a saga. But yeah, it was a waste. They had like an opportunity to do something really good while they still had the actors and stuff, and they completely fucked it up in the worst way. It's really sad, but what are you going to do? Like, That's the problem with Star Wars, though. Star Wars is very limited... That's why I get so pissed off at the people that, like, you know, the expanded universe, I can't get into it because they're trying to add all these really complicated ideas and concepts to the world of Star Wars. And Star Wars is not designed to hold those up. Like, I'm sorry to say it, but the story is very simplistic. You know, like, I understand you've got, like, Anakin, who's, like, you know, the fallen hero who redeems himself in the end and blah 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 but at the end of the day it's still a very kind of morally straightforward story in terms of how it goes down so people always want to try and make it seem more complex than it is and at the end of the day it's just kind of stupid popcorn shit like it's not even really good sci-fi it's not like they really sat down and hammered out like all of these concepts he just stole a bunch of ideas from other stuff and shat it all together like yeah, and it worked for what it was, but yeah, exactly well, the, the geeks—they treat Star Wars like it's a fucking religion. Like you have it's geeks like, that helps. That's what I that. mean. Like it's not that big. It's not even that deep. It's our Bible. Well, like whatever. It's fine to be a sci-fi geek or whatever to be into science fiction, but like. To me, the world of Star Wars is just so... There's not much to it, and there's ultimately not that much you can do with it. Like, that's why, like, even in the new trilogy, the sequel trilogy, they're like, oh, what are we going to do? Well, let's build a new super weapon. Let's have a new Death yeah. Star thing that can obliterate many planets at once. And then fucking Palpatine has a giant fleet of fucking random... Like, what the fuck? Like, they, they, they did not give a shit about anything at that point. They're like, let's just pull whatever we can out of our ass and... These idiots will pay for it either way. No. Eh, what are you going to do? At least we have the Mandalorian, I guess. Until they fuck that up. Fucking cunts. Even then, like, ah, I'm, I'm a bit over Star Wars. It kind of pisses yeah, me was, off. Dune oh, was supposed was to come out fun. in November, and they delayed it for a fucking year. I know, those cocksuckers, man. What are you doing to the world? Everything, nothing's coming out until 2021. I was even talking to like promoters. I was like, what about music? He's like, 
all of the big time promoters and festival like yep. they're not organizers they're not they're not organizing anything until the fall next year so we have another year of this bullshit I'm like who knows what this this next year I don't will bring think so. you know? maybe like i think the state everybody gonna always thinks it's really going to come to that but eh, no, i don't think so you know? like, it's going to it's when, when trump when well i even like look at like this morning i'm watching the news and it's like france is going on locked or England, yeah, France is going on lockdown and people are fucking in the streets rioting. Like, you know, cop cars are driving by and they're throwing like fucking chairs and while these cop cars because are driving. Because shit like, is crazy over hour, there. Like some Muslim like, dude murdered and, a school and teacher and, and like, yeah. It happened a few days ago, I think, or last week. I don't know. My father told me about it. But yeah, there's a lot well, of tension over there right too. now. Good. Lock down that fucking island. Then, yeah, Don't let anything come England's out. going into full lockdown as of today. There, you're not connected to the European <laughs> Union anymore. You're not part of Europe. You're on your own. Suck it up. <laughs> English fucks. Where's the queen? The queen can't do shit. The queen is the most worthless fuck on this planet. Where's the, where's the She's queen? She's just a figurehead. She can't even control. The queen can't control her own bowels. You think she controls anything about the fucking country? <laughs> Give me a break. Do you think she eats babies? No. I think she's being kept alive by fucking life support. She's got some Darth Vader shit going on somewhere. No. I don't think she eats babies. I don't think, and I don't know. I'm sure somebody eats babies. (laughs) (laughs) Someone on this planet. Yeah. Someone has to, has to have done it at some point. Somebody like, out there is fucking doing it. Somebody's fucking doing it. These kids are disappearing. It's the most horrible thing you can imagine. Someone did it. <laughs> Somebody's doing it. What are you going to do? Like, I don't know. I guess you're right. Like, your prediction might be right. I guess the world's going to get worse in 2021. But I don't know. I feel like things... Yeah, but that's that's always the case. Oh, it's going to get worse before it gets good. That's a good saying. You know, I use, yeah, they, they say, should, they you only sink as far as rock sticker. bottom, then you're good to go. <laughs> but nobody's going anywhere, so what the fuck good would it do? Put it on someone's... Put it on, Is that enough characters for you? <laughs> <laughs> Eh, no, there's some people. It's not that bad. Are the streets pretty empty in Ottawa? More or less, yeah. Are masks mandatory out there? You want to go into a store, you got to have a mask. You want to get on a bus, get in a cab, mask. It's expected yeah, it's pretty much mandatory. Like, they're not going to fucking pull... They're not, the cops won't pull you over in the street for not wearing one, but if you want to do anything or go anywhere, you pretty much got to wear one. Eh, whatever. Just at this point, I don't care. Whatever the fuck, whatever the fuck I have to do just to deal with shit quickly and get away. Like I don't want to spend any more time. Like I don't want to get into an argument with people. Like whether or not I'll just fucking put the mask on, do my (laughs) shit, and leave, so I don't have to be around you. Yeah, that's more my thing. I'm more like social distance extreme. That's fair. 
Yeah, but those things don't do shit. But then again, the regular masks probably don't do wanna, shit. I don't want to wear these fucking masks. I'd rather wear a bandana. Like, don't do shit, man. Don't do shit. <laughs> it doesn't do shit. You're just covering your mouth as an incentive. Like, <laughs> you're killing old people. Yeah, you're not wearing a mask. Yeah, I don't feel like I need to. You're being inconsiderate and you're being an asshole. Leave me alone. <laughs> no, they're just dying. I'm not killing anybody. It's yeah, not it's my fault. COVID, they're just dying. Preventable. People die. Blah, okay? blah, blah. Especially when they're old and sick. I can't That's what happens. I'm still dealing with this shit. <laughs> Yeah, you know, and ninety nine point eight percent. I my big thing is simple. It's like just make the fucking COVID thing a statistic. Like that's it. Let, let us be. Eh, I don't. We're know. gonna lose people regardless. You're putting. They're gonna do what the, they're gonna do, and I guess we're just gonna <laughs> dance to their tune. You just gotta give us enough Netflix and video games and porn and stuff to distract ourselves with, and we'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah, everybody's freaking out over that. Yeah. Eh, the PS5 is coming out. Less. Crazy. PS5 is coming out. Yeah, and the games get shittier. It's going to be a big... You know what happens if every Sony... Sony system I'm kind of done with the Sony releases, man. Floppy. Fucking The Last of Us 2 was so bad. That game... Yeah. That game made 2020 worse. Fuck. The first one's oh, great. Really? I love the first one, but The Last of Us Two was awful. What? I thought it was pretty. I, well, the first one's good. Like you play as the girl, and you also play as another girl who murders the main the character one, play for the first the... game. Ugh, it's terrible. Basically, so because at the end of the game. first game, you kill a whole bunch of people to save the girl, Ellie, and you prevent them from making the cure to save mankind. But the doctor that Joel, the main character, killed at the end of the first game, he had a daughter, and she became obsessed with getting revenge, and she tracks Joel down and beats him to death with a fucking golf club. And then Ellie goes after the other girl to get revenge, and the whole game is just a pointless cycle of murder and death and violence and blood and killing and bullshit. And then at the very end, there's forgiveness. Aww. It's literally, I hated it so much. I hate this game. I hated it with every fiber of my being. It made this year worse. It sucked. I feel like... I'm done. Like, I'm done with narrative games. Like, I used to defend, like, these big storytelling games that were cinematic and kind of like movies, but now I'm over that. I just want to play a fucking RPG or something. I want to play a fun game that's about a game. I don't want to watch someone's sick fucking murder fantasies and have to take part in them. Like, I'm, I'm done. That fucking game was horrible, and I, I'm sorry. Anyone who wants to defend it, whatever, go ahead. I thought it was awful, and nothing will change my opinion on that. Because people are trying to act like this game is deep. Like, people are like, oh, it's so deep, and you just don't get the message. Like, this game has the message of a fucking slasher movie. It's not deep. Like, I can, it's fucking horrible. Like, ugh. Like, it's been a long time since I've passionately hated something to this <laughs> level, and I really hated this game. <laughs> yeah, I beat it because I had to torture myself to see how it ended. And holy fuck, it was bad. 
Basically, I was hating it more and more. <laughs> and to be fair, like not every moment of the game was terrible. There were some moments I actually enjoyed, but the story and the way it went and the pacing of the story is horrible. This game is 30 hours long and it doesn't even feel like a complete story. It feels like two halves of two different stories that they kind of stuck together very poorly. And it's just so bad and so unsatisfying. Like, oh, but yeah, I played through the whole thing, and basically just because I wanted fucking kill them all. I guess just because I wanted to be able to criticize it and say yes, I beat it, and yes, I think it sucks. Because that was another thing. A lot of people said, "Well, you probably haven't even played it, so your opinion is not valid." Well, guess what? I did beat it. So does that make my opinion valid now, fucker? Can I have an opinion? I tortured myself with this fucking shit show. <laughs> and yeah, I should know that. Like, the Sony is like just sucking the dick of this game so hard. Like, oh, it's our biggest release and it's the greatest thing and oh. Yeah, the, this is by the same company. This is Naughty Dog shit. making this game. The same company that made the Uncharted games. The Uncharted yeah. games where you just kill tons of people and steal. And, like, like literally, The Last of Us 2 is, like, imagine if they made another Uncharted game where fucking Nathan Drake gets murdered five minutes in. And then you play as his yeah. daughter trying to get revenge. And then in the end, she doesn't even get revenge <laughs> because she forgives him. And, like, what the fuck? Yeah, and, like, not even a satisfying story. Yeah, like, whatever. You want to kill off the protagonist of the first game in the first hour? Like, I that's not the way I would do it. But if you want to do that, okay, I'm still willing to give you a chance. This was a horrible narrative decision. It killed off any enthusiasm to keep yeah. playing, but I'm willing to keep going. And they just couldn't give me anything. Like, if you're going to kill off a protagonist, you better have one hell of a fucking good story to tell me. And they just didn't. It was shit. It's like you, you kill off the main character for shock value, and then you just regurgitate this fucking garbage into my lap. Like, you don't even give me anything good to, like, sink my teeth into. And the second half of the game is basically a retread of the first game. It's like, uh, like, because the first half of the game we play as Ellie trying to get revenge, and then we switch over to the other girl, Abby, the girl who killed Joel, and we're supposed to see her side of the story now, and we sympathize with her, and she has this little transsexual child that she winds up befriending and protecting, and because it's kind of like the first game, like Joel started taking care of Ellie and becoming her protector, so they're trying to mirror that with Abby and the relationship with this kid, but it's so forced and poorly done. Like, in the first game, they had a year. Yeah. Like, the first game takes place over the course of a year to build up this whole relationship. And in the second game, it's shoved in there over the course of three days. Like, it's such garbage. Eesh. And you've got characters who are, like, they're willing to betray everything they've ever you believed in. Everyone they've ever, you know, all of their allies they're willing to betray for a fucking kid that they've known for two days. Like, it's just, it boggles my mind. I don't even know what went into writing this. One of the co-writers was a writer on Westworld, so maybe that explains a lot. Westworld went oh. to shit pretty fast, too. Yeah. Cooking, cutting. 
easy well, shit. Well, it's not even it's easy. It's convoluted. It's like it, they they come up with all these ridiculous – it's kind of the same thing as Westworld. Like Westworld has all this ridiculous convoluted stuff going on that makes you feel like it's really deep. But when you actually sit down and analyze these plot threads, it turns out that a lot of them don't really mean anything. It's just kind of pointless symbolism, you know? Yeah, they're just em- empty, loose ends. Uh, just... Yeah. That's why I stopped, I stopped, after watching, season one, I stopped I watching Westworld like, after season two, by, I think. By the end of season one, I mm. had a feeling that the show was going down a bad road. I just got a sense in the last episode that, like, I don't know if I like where this is going. And I heard a lot of people say that season two wasn't that great, so I skipped it. Well, but, you know, I like the... the yeah, how the robot robot that ends happen up at in the like end of season one? actual society and stuff. She turns on the park, the people I who run so. the park, the, and the, 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 the robots start to go like. I think, I think they 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 escape the park in season two and start to integrate into society. Then, and I didn't get. Yeah, I stopped after that. I was like, because the underlining and all that stuff were like. You know, people like, oh, you're not actually human. You're actually a robot programmed to think you're a human. I'm just exactly. like, okay, like now it's we're just like, like just we're literally digging just digging for like, eventually. Creating it's like it's plots that don't to, you know, be philosophical and try to be profound, but like <laughs> it's kind of the same thing. Did you ever watch that show Lost? <laughs> exactly. Like me too. I tried too. And there were some parts of the first season that I actually kind of enjoyed, but that show went so far up its own ass so fast. And it was so obvious that they weren't really going anywhere with this. But then the fucking mythology of Lost gets absolutely fucking ridiculous. Like, I read ahead to see how some of the show develops, and some of the shit they come with is insane. There's, like, time travel and flash-forwards and the afterlife and weird secret societies and all this crazy shit going on. It's like... How the yeah. fuck did you guys even come up with this? Like, I would think that they were on drugs, but the show is way too boring for that. If they were on drugs, it would have been more interesting. It's just trying to be deep and, like, interesting, but really just kind of sucking your own dick. <laughs> All right. An hour and 55 yeah, minutes. I think wrap this, it up. these recordings, they end on two hours. That's very tasteful. I'm glad we're ending on that note. It's a good message for the world. Public service announcement in this age of COVID. Yeah, so we gotta end up. Yes. Yep. There's no hope with dope. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Cajulator, thanks everybody for tuning in. Uh, this is a great time. This is the Acid Flashback Review with Pablo Euphoria and my good friend Alex Pichalzi, Evan Rothbold, yeah. old buddy, old pal. We will catch up soon. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I was trying to give like a thanks. cool sign off. I was thanks letting you man. take the reins. I don't know. Like I'm, I'm improvising here. <laughs> yeah, and I'm yes, just like, thank I'm you very much, Pablo. It was very nice right, talking to you. And then I'm going to cue some music in here. All right. We oh, can blow you each other. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Peace, brothers. All right, bro. Good talking to you. <laughs> we love you all.